0: We're listening to Artificium Occulte Venatores, a Shadowrun actual play podcast by Relative Dimension. In this episode, we have a guest player. I shall let him introduce himself before we move on to this episode, The Historian.
1: Hello, my name is Eric Osley. I am the producer of the Gamer's Table RPG podcast and Openly Gamer Theater. I play Blackthorn, an elven historian with a shadowed past. He's an expert in magical artifacts and frequently acts as a recovery specialist for the Vatican. He is a scholar, but also a capable field agent. I really appreciated being a guest in the game, and after you enjoy this, I welcome you to listen to some of my stories on OpenlyGamer.com, including my Shadowrun tale, The Dragon Variation.
0: So last time uh, you guys found the chamber where the body was buried. And in there found hints that suggested there was something else in the wall, which you found a two-foot-by-two-foot-by-two-foot stone block that was uh, pushed out into a chamber adjacent to that. From there, there were engravings all around the place telling a pictographic story of a guy who uh, it was very hard to understand what was going on, but it seemed to tell a journey around this thing, um, which ended in, I guess, the body of the guy being buried and locked away in a tomb. Um, There was something else that Adranus got out of it. I don't know if he shared it yet.
2: Uh, All I figured out is I found a foci in the tomb, which was a, what was it? Wasn't it a magic mason's it, it, spatula? It spatula, thank you. Trowel, I think. I think it was a trowel or a spatula. It was something you put cement or concrete down with or uh, some type of mortar.
0: Yes, there was a trowel that the detect magic spell registered as a spell foci. The ascensing did not...
2: Uh, what it did was... Uh, I detected the foci through the detect... A uh, magic spell, but when I tried a sentient later on that night, I didn't get enough successes to determine anything beyond that. It was a spell foci of some type. The
0: uh, There was also the statuette that was found, which was Auriculcum, both of which dated from before the guy's presumed burial. And, but there was also something in the pictures that Adranus got. I sent you a message. I don't know if you got it or remember it. Did you remember that message or no? Uh, whom? Sorry. Not me, right? Adranus. Oh. There was a message in the uh, pictographic story that he got that he understood that nobody else understood. I don't remember if he shared it or not. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember
2: him sharing it, so.
0: Guy, are you there? You muted? What happened to him? The dark forces have locked him away.
2: I kind of feel like the thunderstorm in my area is making his connection bad. <laughs> Dude, it's so loud I can barely hear you guys.
0: Well, I will assume that he did share it then, for sake of ease. Uh, there was a part in the story that showed the figure um, with the very crude drawing of standing there uh, with a staff of of office of some sort, bringing the dead back to life. And then in having Solomon check on the saint you, that you were talking about, there was also uh, mentioned that that was part of some of the miracles that were attributed to him in a very vague sense. Was bringing the dead to life.
3: Wait, I do think he mentioned that. Now that now that you said that, I just didn't wasn't. Yeah, yeah he, I do remember that bringing the dead back to life because we were talking about it for a bit.
0: And I think the uh, statuette uh, L mentioned that it was many thousands of years old, which shouldn't be possible because a come needs a Manusir in order to exist. Yep, I remember that. And then leaving the church, you were spotted from somebody across the field. Uh, A spirit was sent to materialize in there and report, and whoever it was noticed the spirit and bolted, so the spirit didn't get too much of a look. Uh, Getting back to the hotel and discussing it, what's Silas' character? Marigold. Left and went to scout the castle from around uh, the hour or two leading up to dawn. And then she noticed... um, Well, that's what I'm going to change. You guys don't know know what she noticed because she hasn't returned. Oh! Uh, Dawn has approached. Um, She said she was going to be back not long after dawn. Uh, It is now a few hours after dawn, and you've gotten no word. Solomon has appeared in his AR visage and said that he has um, sent some information... Uh, Back to headquarters, uh, based on the reports of this, and they have arranged for an expert in somebody that they have used in the past in the arrangement of artifacts being uh, appraised, identified, and things like that. Fantastic. Uh, The church has used him many times before, so he is a trusted figure in that case. He knows how to be discreet. And he is on his way uh, to your area. He has contact information for you guys when he gets into the area. Okay. And then, what do you guys wish to do for the next few hours when Marigold doesn't return? Uh,
3: Well, Uh, I mean, we can assume the worst case is that she got herself caught. Either that or,
2: I don't know, can... Is there any chance that, like, she got reassigned without us being told about it last minute? Kind of like how we're kind of getting a, uh, an expert in, kind of flown in overnight? Well, no, they would have told us if she was reassigned.
3: Uh, the big wheel of bureaucracy turns, but it turns slowly. Maybe, but uh, I, I would think that given that she was literally in in the middle of a, of a mission, reassigning her would... Uh, uh, mean at the very least she would have informed us so we would have gotten some sort of message from her hey look we're I'm doing this uh we didn't get that so we can uh, let's assume that if she if she did not send us a message that she could not send us a message which means that they now know that we're here maybe uh, i would assume she would resist interrogation they could have just think the uh, think that she's uh, a local um or like a uh, um a, a thief of some sort who's just broke in that does it's not doesn't doesn't mean there's you know that she's given us up and I would hope that she would be able to hold out at least for a day or two um without having to do so so um i mean if if we're burned then that, that's going to be a different story uh but we're look if we were burned i'm sure we would have uh, heard by now uh they they could have just busted in our door right now so uh so let's let's look at it a different way. We need to get another way into that building. Um if there were a lot of visitors, that would be easy, given that there aren't that many, it's gonna be difficult. But um why don't we put up surveillance? Wait, do we have anything? We don't we don't have a we don't have a rigger with uh, eyes. Yeah, and we don't have do we have a drone or anything? Do we do we have anybody who has a drone? No. You no, know. Not yet.
2: We, we have a Jeff with a
3: spirit. Okay. Well, uh, I need more detail than that. Um, I need a detailed description of every person that visits throughout the day, because then I could maybe possibly mimic or get a hold of and mimic whoever that is and get in the building. So you want to set spiritual surveillance? Yeah, um, the spiritual surveillance, I mean, could they give details? I'm not, because I, I, I know they, if they're if they're manifested, they could, right?
0: He can uh, communicate with his summoner uh, telepathically with impressions and feelings as it's happening. So you could get some vague interpretations of what people look
3: like. Yeah, that's not going to help me. I would need much more specific than that. All right, well, I guess uh, physical... Mm, observation is probably our best bet. Right. We've already son- seen somebody creepy coming and going, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we but we haven't, like, staked the building out. So I think we need to set up a stakeout and really get a feel for who comes in and out of that building and when and and, and maybe get an idea of, of who they are uh, once we get some photos in of, of who they are. Um, so I think we need to put up a stakeout uh, of the building.
0: Okay. Uh, L... We'll say we'll summon a small spirit to go search around. Uh, If you guys wish to physical
3: surveillance around it, you can do that. Yeah, and with that, I have food, so I'm going to go and get it real quick. I'll be right back. Probably
0: around 3 in the afternoon, 4 in the afternoon, uh, Thorn's flight would have landed. There is a small airport uh, probably about an hour out of town. There are places that do car rentals and malls. Family RV style, not RV, but uh, like camper bus style rental vehicles for that. Um, What has been rented is one of those that's not as touristy as possible, but it is functional. There are directions on where to drive to get into this town. It is a small town in the Ukraine. And you have been given uh, comm codes to ping when you are in town with a notification that they know you are on your way
1: okay um does the uh the grid here does it could I put the vehicle in dog brain and let it do itself?
0: Yes, there is very minimal matrix, but there is enough for grid guide on the main traveled roads,
1: okay, so I'll put in the uh the coordinates have it uh drive, and then I'll just kind of review some of the information that I have on my pad until I get close enough, then I'll transmit the codes.
0: One thing you notice on the way here there is spaces where there is no civilization and there are actual uh, reinforced metal fences almost like animal enclosures along the sides of the road because there are almost like a did I describe like twice as large as the biggest bull you've ever seen that seem to be awakened and when vehicles are traveling up and down this road they want to come up and say hi aggressively so the fence is protecting vehicles on this stretch of road
1: okay um yeah if uh if the vehicle isn't traveling fast enough um and these things seem to get like they're getting a little bit too frisky, I'll go ahead and take control and uh increase my speed
0: yeah, the vehicle's safe the the fences are almost like Jurassic park style they're big enough to hold dinosaurs back okay um so probably around four thirty you're entering the town and on this road. From this direction, there is a somewhat decent hotel that's on the edge of town that you're pulling up to. It seems to have an attached gift shop next to it. There are a few vehicles parked there. Uh, that is the recommended place to stop and check in at by your uh, information that Solomon gave you.
1: Okay. I'll go into the gift shop and uh, order a uh, an espresso. As as per my instructions,
0: now, there is a young, older teenage man there. Ah, oh, welcome, welcome. You are have a reservation. We don't get many reservations here. Your room is on the second story. He gives you a, a key, and it's actual physical key.
1: Okay, I'll uh, I'll thank him, and uh, I'll this um, he is there a, like a um. Credstick stick reader, all that stuff there th- these people use in hard currency.
0: they do have credit stick readers, but he also has a cash register
1: okay. I'll hand him uh one of my burner um, certified sticks for a hundred and just leave it with him.
0: Ah yes, thank you. Do you have any any bags that need taken up?
1: I just have my shoulder bag and just kind of nudge it up and and uh indicate uh that I've got everything that I need, and I'll just just without without even saying much else to him. I just kind of turn and walk away from him. He nods
0: uh, as you turn. That you pass one of those racks that has the pamphlets with the things to see around town. There is a lot of wilderness here. There is uh, a few hunting tours that are advertised. Um, see the cathedral, the castle. It looks like there is a spot on the rack that used to hold information for castle tours, but it's empty.
1: Okay. Uh, Anything um, beyond, like, hunting tours or anything that catches my eye? Anything historical?
0: There would uh, be—the cathedral is historical, but you know that coming in. Uh, There's probably a—not the castle, but not too far from here being western Russia area, uh, places to see some of the uh, pre-century war bunkers— That are still standing. This was a very defensive place. It's not too far from Poland, so there's some from the 20th century uh, structures that are still around, and they do do tours there. But they're not actually in the city. They are not too. They're you know outside of the city a bit.
1: Okay, I'll grab like at random, like three or four pamphlets, um, idly looking like I'm kind of interested in some of these as I make my way. Uh, up towards where the room that i 'm my key matches
0: okay there 's no strange surprises in the room. The rooms are functional, um, not horribly large, but not super bare either. Um, when you do walk in, do you have any aversion to being to watching a r at any given time?
1: Nope, not at all,
0: okay, so Solomon kind of reses into appearance when you walk in. huh, I hope the flight was Suitable.
1: It was adequate.
0: Good. Uh, your contacts are not. They are. He kind of looks around. They seem to be out in the field at the moment. Uh, would you like me to let them know you're here, or would you like to? Uh,
1: you go ahead. I'll get uh, freshened up while they do.
0: He nods and reses
1: Yeah, and then I'll just get cleaned up and uh, presentable, uh, so that way when they they do return, or at least when they when I'm given, um somewhere to meet them i'm you know i don't look road weary or anything like that
0: um since you guys are out in the field looking around it might look strange if solomon just kind of appeared in ar next to you so you guys get comlink messages um it would be blackthorn right yes so it says blackthorn is at the hotel he has arrived safely shall i give him uh locations to find you guys or would you rather return to the hotel
2: Ask on or reply one moment and then shoot a different message to the rest of the team get um, out in the field or rendezvous back.
3: Uh, how long have we been out here surveying?
0: A few hours. It's, yes. it's uh, You probably went in before noon and it's now about 4.30. Have we gotten anybody coming in and out of this building? Um, a few people have come in. Nobody that looks suspicious for any real reason other than the fact that they're entering the building. Um, at one point, a vehicle leaves, and if somebody trails it or has the spirit trail it, it goes into town. Uh, the northern side of town, so not towards where the hotel is, uh, seems to shot stop at a <coughs> at a store. Um, local supply store and a person that looks like a servant the way he's dressed walks out and about a half hour later comes back with a a cart full of a bunch of stuff that he loads in the back of the vehicle and then returns to the castle. Um, Was he alone? He was alone, yes. Mm. Okay. And then if somebody's still near the castle when he returns, he drives through the front gate. Uh, The guards do stop and open it for him. And then it uh, stops inside um, they unload it, and then the car leaves and uh, goes to a a house uh, not too far away.
3: So ah, okay. the car okay. does so, not stay there, and the servant is with the car the whole time, right? Yes. So the servant doesn't stay there. Okay, actually, yes, the servant is with the car. Okay, so he's got his own house off off the property of the castle. Yes. Um, did we find? Did we see when he came in, or no? No, he was
0: there. Presumably when whoever got to the castle and started watching okay
3: um, let's see last solution I have. um when they when they uh, let him in the gate or whatever did I see any kind of security run on him or anything like that? not nothing any obvious at least
0: no the uh the guards that are walking along the upper level there um, got close enough and then they seemed to look down at it. The car did stop there. And it took a minute for the uh, internal gates to open up
3: before he went through, but they didn't seem to go down and check on him at all. Sweet. That might be a way in. Okay. Um, All right, then uh, let's go ahead and go back to the hotel. And with that, I have to make a phone call. It's really important. So I will be back again. Okay. Okay. So
0: everybody else can start heading back to the hotel, too?
3: Yeah, I
2: think so, probably.
1: All right. Joe, just for my own knowledge, uh, what would... Blackthorn be told about this, this crew? Is there a discern, you know, is there an, an actual like uh rank leader? Um, You know, what, what's their, you know, what's, what's their clearance level, things like that. Things that uh, should I, um, you know, should I use discretion when it comes to information? Are these, are these trusted agents, things like that? Uh,
0: they are trusted agents. There's no rank leader. I don't think anybody's actually deemed a, hierarchy for leadership position yet. They are uh, the field team, so they are trusted with uh, discretionary knowledge. They are aware that the Vatican does have some secret organizations. They are one of those that you would know of. not much more than that. They are all equipped with cover identities for the Vatican. So if caught, they actually will be acknowledged by the Vatican. Um, they're one of those teams. They're not disposable assets. They are, I don't know what the right word would be, people that the Vatican would step into hot water for for the right reasons instead of just, nope, we never heard of them. We don't know who they are. Okay. So it's not too long before uh, you would hear people coming back because the rooms are fairly close together. I think they ordered three rooms, and there's probably only uh, ten rooms to a floor, five on either side of the hallway.
1: All right. So um, when uh, it's apparent that they're coming, I'll just go ahead and leave my room door open and sit on uh, sit on a, a a chair like at the at a small desk in my room and just kind of wait for them to to walk up.
0: Okay. See, Scaly's gone, but everybody else here. When you guys get to the hotel. Uh Solomon is standing outside of a door that is slightly open. Um and he points in there whether you go to your rooms first or not, that's what
3: he's doing. I'm back. Sorry. Excellent. Um, I might be a little back and forth. My the Kid I tutor is uh is having issues, so he's gonna send me some problems on his math and try me try to figure it out. Alright, so my I did hear what he said though. Um, I'll go into his room. I don't see any reason why not to go in there. Yeah, we'll go introduce ourselves.
0: All right, so let's start with getting a description from Thorn.
1: Okay, so um, as you walk in, I'll uh, Thorn uh, stands up to to greet you. He's uh, keeps himself very put together. He's roughly he's not quite two meters tall, um, just under ninety kilograms. Uh, white hair. Um, he's an he's an elf of uh, rather athletic build. He's not like. Overly muscular, but he's, he's, uh, certainly not portly or anything like that. He's, uh, very classic, uh, uh, good looking elf. He's roughly 30, you know, on the lower end of 30 years old. Um, he's, he, he dresses basically in all white, um, uh, and to kind of match his, uh, his platinum blonde hair. No, no visible cyberware or anything like that. Um, has kind of an, uh, aristocratic, um, demeanor to him. Doesn't carry any open weapons. Um, has a, like a travel knapsack that he has just laying on the bed. Um, that has, it's, it's lumpy. So it's very apparent that there may be a weapon or two in there, but nothing huge. Let's get Asura next. All right.
3: Mazira is a female elf. Um, she probably looks around forty-ish. Um, uh, she's yeah, she's uh also just under two meters, two meters tall. She probably looks similar in height with us. Look at that, and and weighs about ninety kilograms. Look at that, we're about the same.
1: Um, we could share clothes.
3: Yes, we could. Although, um, she she probably dresses a little bit more. Uh. No, she's probably in that almost same sort of. Yeah, I mean, she's sort of in the. I, I, she'd probably be in somewhat of like a hiking. Uh, oh no, we 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 went we went with the tourist look, didn't we? Yeah, she she went all tourist on this one, so she she looks like a tourist. So that so that probably does it, like so blatantly like a tourist. It's sad. Um, otherwise, let's see. Yeah, she probably. I don't believe we were carrying around weapons or anything. Yeah, she probably doesn't have any weapon on her or anything like that at the moment. Um... Uh, overall, I mean, she holds herself pretty, pretty well. Probably, I'm trying to think how you would might imagine her. I, I, I imagine her. She's like lived a fairly good life, so she wasn't. She she seems happier than probably everybody else.
0: <laughs> All right, how about Adranus?
2: What I'm just high. Uh, no, um... I basically look a lot like the picture I have for uh, him in roll twenty. He's he wears glasses. He's actually a rather good-looking orc. Um, and right now, as Scaly said, we're kind of dressed up as tourists, so he's wearing some regular clothes, a uh, vest, uh, and a armor jacket. You know, of travel design. I guess would be a good term for it. Um, he's about six foot three, very athletic looking. And he has blonde hair, though not platinum blonde. All right, Ascalon. So Ascalon's a freak show of the group by far. Uh, he's a uh, Wachyambi elf. So he's tall and thin and very naturally graceful. He's surged, so he's got a bioluminescence, so he's always got a bit of a blue glow around him, even in the daytime. Uh, he has silver skin pigmentation and uh, metallic gold dreadlocks, um, so he really kind of stands out. He wears fairly nice clothing and uh, has a, a Highlander Forge uh, Claymore uh, strapped at a belt along the waist. Uh, you notice that he has a almost angelic presence of him that you can't quite pin it on. It's just as radiant aura and feeling you get from them
1: okay um I'll nod in uh in greeting and say uh, i have been uh, sent here by solomon i'm assuming that uh, you have been given my dossier
2: yes greetings uh welcome we've been expecting you it'll be good to have you
1: the statue uh, where exactly is it
2: i think we had ascalon holding on to it didn't we
0: Ascalon or L, uh, for sake of progression, we'll say Ascalon has it.
2: So I'll go ahead and, uh, get it out of, uh, it's holding receptacle of some kind and I uh, hand it over to you, making sure not to touch it as much as I can.
1: Okay. Um, as soon as you pull it out, I, uh, immediately look over to, um, whoever's closest to the door and just kind of nod like you might want to close that.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll take care of that. It is six inches tall. Um, Oracle come, so it is golden-ish. Uh, the head is about three inches of the six inches. So half of it is head. The rest of it is the body and the limbs and stuff. Uh, the head is very over-exaggerized, as well as the physical features, which does indicate that it is mostly a fertility-issue icon, uh, type icon
1: okay um as you're handing it over i i reach into my uh my coat pockets and pull very thin almost like isotoner black gloves and i'll uh i'll take the the idol and I'll just kinda reverently lay it on the on the bed and just kind of hover over it for a moment it's no. uh go ahead it's uh it's certainly uh certainly beautiful um Fertility icon, and I'll point out the, the obvious uh, uh, features that uh, are pretty universal when it comes to fertility um, idols and things like that. And then uh, I'll say uh, it was found. It was found here, locally. Correct.
2: That's correct. It was uh, found in uh, kind of an odd place. We 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 did not expect to find this of all things.
1: Do you have an image link recording of it, the surroundings, things like that?
2: Yeah, uh, I'll I'll kind of flip over in AR to you a, uh, a kind of a, a camera feed of us going into the church and then down into the pit and kind of doing our work around there and then coming out. So you'll have us the whole shebangabang. bang.
0: The uh, tomb under the church was roughly what I say like four four meters around. It was almost circular, but not um, smoothly circular. There was enough room for a central stone table of some sort, which was evidenced to have held a casket-style thing. There were drag marks of where it was removed. Um, There was a little bit of room to either side of it, but not a whole lot of room. And then on the south side of that chamber, about two feet off the ground, um, was the start of that two-foot-by-two-foot block that pushed inward inward and then led to the chamber, which was... Uh, I think I put the dimensions in the Google Doc, if I hadn't closed it.
2: Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, 10-meter-by-6-meter room with two dead mummified bodies.
0: Yeah, so 10 meters wide, 6 meters from the wall you entered into the far wall, uh, with the two dead mummified bodies on the side. One of them had a mason's trowel. Along the uh, perimeter of the room were the... Re- remains of what used to be wooden structures that didn't survive. And it was in some of those wooden remains where the statue was found.
1: These uh, wooden remains um, were the dimensions such that maybe it was some sort of uh, uh, like a storage area, maybe like it was a, they were placed in some sort of a box or was it some sort of uh, like a, like a display?
0: Um, More box style. There was enough wood that a box would make more sense than a display or a shelving
1: system. Okay, so as I'm kneeling over it and I'm looking at it, kind of, uh, and I'm out of the corner of my eye looking at the AR display of of them entering the room and everything, um, I look up and I'll say, uh, uh, "It was the the image isn't uh, isn't very clear. Were there any uh, hieroglyphics or, or or any markings anywhere?"
2: You'll get another another new feed of some of the more highlighted stuff that we found in the room, Um, pictograms and whatnot, detailing a story, but none of us were able to make sense out of it. I'm not sure if it actually had any in-game knowledge to transmit or not.
0: Uh, Blackthorn can roll if he has any type of pattern recognition skills or qualities, and any particular uh, skill that might help with hieroglyphics, or ancient languages, you may roll that as a teamwork test on a perception check.
1: I have uh, religious iconography.
0: That will work. You can roll that first, and then any hits you generate, you can add those dice to a perception check.
2: Oh, I will inform Blackthorn that the trial appears to be magical in nature if he wants to assess it. Really? Yeah, I was kind of surprised, too. Uh, Out of character, did we ever determine based on the the room and how it was put together whether or not we thought that those people were closed in from the the crypt side or if they were trying to keep the crypts from hidden like could we make that determination
0: they were uh, put in there they knew where the exit was and,
2: um, and they sealed it up
0: they sealed it up so they went in there knowingly So Ascalon
2: will also share this information.
1: So they went in willingly.
2: It would appear
0: so. And besides the trowel, the two bodies, and then a bunch of wood, which who knows what was on those originally that just may not have survived, the statue is the only other thing that they found in there that survived. Um, Now, there was a fairly detailed picking through of the remains, too, so it's not like they, they missed something unless it was very well hidden, but it would have had to have been purposefully hidden. And there were no other ways out of that room that they could find.
1: So it's safe to assume that they magically walled themselves into this room? Yes. Okay. I got four successes on my uh, religious iconography.
0: Okay. So with the perception check, when you're looking through this, and the filter of the religious iconography, add those four dice to a perception check. The limit, we'll go with a normal your normal mental limit for this. Oh, and everybody else can have an edge point back for resting the night before going out and doing surveillance or resting the morning before going out, or rather.
1: So two successes on the reception.
0: Are you happy with that, or would you like to spend an edge to re-roll failures?
1: I'll go ahead and spend an edge. Now, when it comes to roll 20, how do I re-roll uh, failures?
0: Um. The sheet probably doesn't have it, so just slash roll however many d6 greater than five.
1: So three more successes. All
0: right, so five total. When you're looking through this, um, knowing what to look through based on what they've told you and your own knowledge, you can see the, the same image that Adranus noticed where it shows a figure who is dressed in holy regalia uh, with a staff. um and rays beaming from the staff onto uh, bodies on a uh, funeral bier, buyer, however you pronounce that, um, dead bodies. And you notice that uh, in his other hand, the way it's displayed, you don't see the whole thing, but you can see a, a representation of the head of that statue in his other hand. And then the next scene shows those two dead bodies rising again, and typical uh, iconography of celebration and rejoicing that the dead have returned.
1: Okay, so what I'll do is I'll point that out and I'll say uh, that uh, it appears that the uh, the idol itself um, may be a part of a set. Um, this uh, the centralized figure is it's it's um, highly. Um, uh, open to interpretation as to who this actually is, but uh, the most important part is the, the the staff here and 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 the uh, the the idol itself. The idol, of course, represents uh, uh, life or rebirth.
2: I wonder if the staff uh, was accompanying the uh, remains of the saint.
1: It would be very uh, possible that he would have, if it, it would have been interred with him.
2: In your expert opinion, would you say that having these two items to get next to each other uh, would probably be a bad idea, good idea?
1: Well, I wouldn't necessarily think that uh, uh, it would be uh, overly dangerous or anything like that. Um, Items like this uh, usually don't have... uh, the restrictions that some of the uh items that uh, you or i would be used to uh that you know talismans and, and and foci and things like that this is uh this is a lot bigger than that so um uh, and then I just kind of uh rub my hand like almost like lovingly on the uh the fertility idol and i'll say uh did did anyone here uh or did have have you had this dated
2: we we had some guesses but we, none of us were really quite certain it was a little outside of our, our realm of expertise. We're more, uh, more acquisitions, I think, and less, uh, less hard, hard facts of, uh, backdating research.
1: I see. Um, it, uh, for it to be, uh, or a calcum, uh, it, it would have to be well over 5,000 years old. Um, I would probably suggest that, uh, whoever this, this holy person was probably, uh, retrieved this item from elsewhere, and uh, and then it was brought here with him. I don't think it originated from here originally, although some of the markings here are very Slavic in, 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 uh, in nature, um, indicating probably uh, uh, similar to a, a Ukrainian uh, pre-Christian uh, cult of uh, Mokosh, which is the goddess of fertility and, 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 and women.
2: That's certainly interesting, and I don't think any of us expected finding that
1: here. Um, what, I look around, and the the group as a whole, I mean, you guys are, aren't uh, particularly dressed like, uh, you know, like Vat Jobs. You, I mean, you, how many of you are actually, like, um, you know, magically uh, attuned?
2: Uh, I was going to say, I think everybody is, right? Yeah, pretty
0: much. Is Marigold also magically?
2: I think she's an adept. Yeah, I would say she's an adept. No, 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 she's not an adept. That's right, she's completely mundane. She she talks about the, we try to talk to her about magic stuff, she's like, get away, with, get away from me with that wudgy wudgy stuff. Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Oh, she's hmm. got a magic attribute of a two.
2: Okay, then we're all magical. I think the finer points of magic are just lost, lost on her.
0: Yeah, I think she's a, a low magic adept.
1: Okay. So what I'll do is um I then once I kind of look around and I notice that everybody has um a, you know an astral signature and everything. I I relax a little bit because and it's and I'll say well it's uh it's actually quite refreshing to uh, be able to speak freely about this without having to explain the minutia. Um you are uh you are uh, familiar with Orchalcum, uh I I presume
2: yes familiar enough
1: so um the uh the fact that a uh a fifth world uh um saintly figure would have something from the fourth world is rather rather odd um uh, it would be it would be seen as uh heretical uh, especially back then uh for this uh for this saint person to be carrying something like this
2: and yet they were still sainted i was well, curious it,
1: as uh, canon law say, states, it, uh, a saint must perform uh, miracles, and raising the dead would certainly be counted as that.
2: I wonder if maybe the miracles were performed and the church at the time didn't know where the the source of that came from. I mean, it, was, it could certainly lead one to to saint somebody if they did not have that
1: knowledge of what was being used. My concern, of course, would be that uh, a person uh, such as this figure, this person, um, especially back then, wouldn't have the means to tap into the power. Even if this was a uh, uh, a battery, a, a mana battery of some sort, um, it, uh, still they would have to have tapped into it somehow, uh, unless he had some sort of latent power, um, perhaps a spike baby of some sort, but... Uh, uh, he well, would have had to have been elven for that, to, from what I understand.
2: Well, what about ley lines? What, is there a ley line that crosses through this territory at all that may have, I don't know, given it juice? Um, Now
0: nobody's really a- sensed outside to look. Ley lines t- tend to go in more wild places, but this isn't the most civiliz- civilized of places either. And since you guys have had uh, some time... Somebody may attempt to ascend the statue and/or the trowel again, and you may even do a teamwork test
2: if you wish. Not really my cup of tea.
1: For a uh, for a group test like that, you would assign a, a one person to be like the primary, and everybody else would would assist. Is that correct? Yeah. So even if it wasn't something that you were really like keen on, it you you could still you know lend a lend a hand. It, yeah. Really, all you're just doing is just adding your perception to it.
0: Yeah, as long as you can actually perceive and can a sense, you can uh, point out a few little. Hey, wait! You might have missed this detail here. Even though you're not helping decipher it, you're still helping to point some things out.
1: Right. So what I'll do is I'll take my gloves off at this point, and then I'll say if uh, if you're really wanting to know more details, I could uh, I could look more deeply at this. Uh, but something this old may have. Uh, could have a, um, a malevolence to it, uh, old uh, I, there's a chance that I could get lost in it uh, so I may need you one or more of you to anchor me uh, before I partake of, of this uh, the sensing of this thing
0: uh, we'll say L is willing to assist if I can find his ascensing uh,
2: the test or what it is
0: L? no I'm trying to find it on his character sheet
2: oh not mine okay.
0: Sorry. My bad. So if anybody else wishes to assist, they can roll their
1: ascensing. You
0: can have two more dice.
1: Okay, so roll an ascensing with two extra dice?
0: Yeah. It should, when you click it, it should pop up with a modifier window you can add to there. Um, If you wish to edge something before you roll to get the exploding sixes, there is an edge button up at the top. You actually have to click it, and then when you roll, it will automatically add your edge and explode it, but you have to remember to click it to turn it off again, or else it will add it to everything you roll while it's clicked.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I'll edge beforehand.
2: Oh. Uh, I got three successes on my assist, uh, sensing.
0: Okay, so five more, um, up to the limit of your sensing skill. What is Thorn's sensing skill?
1: I have a rating six.
0: Okay, so you can use all five of those bonus dice then.
1: Eleven successes.
0: All right. For this, I'm going to say you guys are sensing this for about a half an hour. It's not an immediate thing, finding all the, the minutiae and stuff. And you can tell, um, after this time, that this statue, it radiates um, a very minor magical aura. To the point where, uh, after some study and analyze, analyzing of it, you think that even in an absence of magic this thing would allow up to a single point of magical skill, knowledge, whatever, to be used. And with that, uh, magical artifacts that may not have had any mana to draw on in close proximity to this would have still functioned in a very limited manner.
1: So it, uh, at, after the time passes and then everybody kind of sees that, I kind of look around and I then I nod and I say, it, uh, it's confirmed. The, the, Something like this was always uh, uh speculated at it, the, there was there was no actual hard evidence at least outside of uh perhaps uh, uh the knowledge of some of the the old ones or the 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 dragons may have may have known of some of these things but uh, uh this is a rare find this is something that uh, uh it it proves certain theories and disproves other theories that have been around for a thousand years
3: so
2: how do we get this thing out of here at this
1: point?
0: And another thing everybody notices that helped anyway, the natural manosphere is already more powerful than this. So since the awakening, this thing would be very easy to overlook in what it does because it's overpowered by the natural magic in the area.
2: Also, I mean, here's, here's another question now, are is this a uh, geographical specific? Like, you know, it's, only tuned to this area if we take it out of this area will it still function in other areas it, or will we lose the benefit
1: i don't believe that it is uh, precisely tied to this area um and the, just by its very nature i mean uh, the things that uh, um, it, it's very weak in comparison to everything i mean just your standard uh, street mage could cast uh more could draw more mana from just uh his surroundings then could be used by this item. This item is really not all that powerful in, in, in respects to, uh, modern, uh, magical accoutrement. But, uh, it, what it does is it, it proves that, uh, uh, magic existed, uh, previous to this world. And if this, uh, the, the saint figure, uh, perhaps the, the staff, Perhaps the he used the the battery this here, and I point at the statue. This here, the the battery, uh, fueled the power to the, of the staff. So the staff itself, uh, nowadays would be immensely more powerful. The the, the pictographs show that uh, uh, the the staff was used to raise uh, what two two figures, uh, from from the dead, uh, and that's using, uh, to put it in 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 very very basic terms, uh, using a a double A AA battery. Uh, now it has you know, the the entire you know uh, power of 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 a uh, you know the Hoover Dam uh, to to power this thing. You could raise thousands of people, you know, theoretically.
2: Oh, huh. Ascalon looks a little bit lost, but he's still following along. Does anybody have
0: para zoology uh, or a knowledge of para critters or para sapiens? I do. What is your skill exactly? Two, right? Sorry, say that again? Two. No, I mean, what is the skill? Is it Parazoology or is it something else? Parazoology. Okay, you can uh, roll your Parazoology. I don't think two is enough, but Solomon, um, his icon, his persona image appears in the room uh, with a concerned look on his face.
2: I have identified a Solomon.
0: Since the the DC Rift has closed, there are reports of uh, Shedim looking for artifacts that can open portals to their home metaplane. Uh, what if the, the, the raising of the dead wasn't actually raising of a, the dead, but providing hosts...
1: Opening a gate for the horrors to come through. Uh,
0: yes.
2: Well, remember, the horrors haven't exactly been confirmed yet. You know, we got Shadim. Well we need horrors for. Uh,
0: but what if that's why this was raided? Uh, somebody else found out about this somehow and is looking for a way to open a portal for the Shadim.
2: I've got a question. Somebody a hell of a lot higher ranking than me should have been sent. <laughs> I know, right?
1: With my knowledge of uh, magical artifacts um, is there such a thing as maybe like linked artifacts maybe this uh this item was uh, maybe they worked in in conjunction and um, you could power this other item through the through this battery uh, maybe easier or you know gain control of it easier is that something that uh, that I would know about
0: um As in now, if having them close together would help? Probably not, other than the implication that in the absence of magic, this might have had a manosphere close enough to allow uh, another artifact to be used when it wouldn't normally be usable.
2: But out of character, uh, the answer is technically yes, because there was a whole artifact war over it. Not these specific items, but there were certain artifacts. Yeah, like the, the coins of luck if you actually bring all seven coins of luck together, they're not exactly sure what happens, but there's a specific reason why the dragons are keeping them apart.
0: So, yeah, there's suppositions that it would happen. There's also suppositions of what happens if you can bring the entire tarot together, too.
2: Yeah, we'll go with that one, too, but I I was just thinking the seven coins of luck and and how damn important it was to keep them apart.
1: I might uh, um, postulate a... An alternative theory, if I may. What if the the idol wasn't used uh, specifically, or last used specifically to uh, fuel the the staff, but used to fuel? And then I point at the trawl. They those people who walled themselves in there magically walled themselves in. They had to use. And then I pointed the idol, the battery, to fuel the trawl to magically seal themselves in.
2: Have we confirmed the trawl could do that, or
0: nobody's tested it or looked at it further yet?
2: Yeah, all, all I got is that it's a spell focus of some tor- sort. I don't know what specific spell it was, a uh, spell school it was designed for. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah we're, we're we're more field agents than we are. Academic research and study.
3: Um, What I miss, I feel like I missed something here. A big something. This, sound, this sounded like it turned something big.
0: Uh, a half hour went by of everybody studying the statue, or a few people studying the statue, and found out that it emits a low-level manosphere uh, localized around it. And the presumption of that even in the fifth Fifth Age, when there was no magic this thing had a manosphere around it so low magic these uh, could be used in conjunction with it ah. and then uh upon going over the uh the image of the engravings in the in the room they found uh, a small image of the statue being held by the guy in the drawings with the st- with a staff raising the dead <laughs> and then solomon popped in with some knowledge of uh, recently Shadim have been looking for artifacts all over the place to help them open gateways to their metaplane so that they could bring more in,
3: because oh, they Okay, used to I, get I in. popped in at that point, so I heard okay. the rest of it. All right, now I, now, I, now I feel better. I was just a little confused. Okay.
0: And then uh, another thing that dawns on Thorn at this point, um, your information said that there were five in the team. And even though one's a uh, cardboard cutout at the moment, there's only four present.
1: Okay. So I'm, um, as I'm kind of sitting there, just staring at the idol and then kind of looking over at the, the trawl, then I just kind of out of the corner of my eye, I'll look over at, uh, um, at Ascalon and say, where is your other member?
3: Greatly missing. She was doing, uh, some work last night. Uh, checking around the castle, possibly getting into it. We are concerned that she has uh, gotten herself into some trouble in the castle.
1: And she knows that, uh, and she is aware that, that the idol here is in your possession. And if she were to be captured and and uh, uh, questioned, that, then its whereabouts would possibly be at risk?
3: Uh, maybe, although I don't, I don't believe we figured out what it was before she left. Um, so she wouldn't know that much about it.
2: But it is a potential security
3: concern, yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, I, I'll go ahead and sense the uh, the trawl. It, it's a spell focus of some sort. I want to find out exactly what its purpose was um, just to kind of answer that that question, maybe put another piece to the puzzle. If that's sorry, okay. I missed
0: that. Say that again.
1: I want to. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and sense the uh, the troll.
0: Okay, you can roll a sensing.
2: Can I assist him in that, or since oh. I've already taken my shot,
0: you can assist, but you're at minus one. No, sorry, minus two, since you've already tried a sensing it before.
2: Uh, two successes to assist.
0: Okay, so two bonus dice. Six successes. Uh, that is. Much I think
2: he did better than, than I did.
0: So starting from the beginning. Uh, you get that this is a a magical subject it is a spell foci it it is a force to spell foci it has a, a magical uh, signature besides that attached to it it seems to uh, see the general cause it is a manipulation spell and through a little bit more uh work it has shape stone as one of its uh, abilities to anybody bonded to this foci they can use shape stone uh spell for free at a force equal to the foci force of so force two
1: okay so yeah and and I look over at uh as says we both kind of look at it and then i'll I'll give him a nod and i'll say uh shape stone
2: and yep that's what they used to seal themselves in. I wonder if they were trying to basically keep the idol or keep keep this stuff out of certain people's hands.
1: It would certainly appear so, although it's it's curious as to if they wanted to keep it away from uh uh locals, then why wouldn't they relocate it somewhere else unless of course they were relocating it from elsewhere to here I'm suggesting well, a- you're,
2: you're you're saying this is They locked themselves away during the Fifth Age and whatnot. Well, there were certain turmoil times that occurred throughout the Fifth Age in this general region. Uh, You know, conquerors and whatnot. Maybe they were just trying to duck and cover while some invading army (laughs) strolled through and didn't take something that was precious to the community. Didn't we also determine that the room that those people were stored up in? was prior to the cathedral being built?
0: Yes, the room was prior to the cathedral being built.
1: So it's very likely that they they erected the uh, cathedral, um, uh, much like uh, many other uh, old, very old churches built on uh, old Roman sites. Um, A lot of uh, church grounds were built over uh, former areas of worship, uh, pagan worship.
0: Um, everybody give me an audio perception
2: check. Ooh, it helps that I'm keen eared. What? I didn't hear that. <laughs>
3: what? Uh, perception? Yes, audio, if you have anything for audio. Wait, should I get something for audio for elf or no? I don't remember. Absolutely. Alright. Did I not put it on my sheet?
2: No, uh, no, elves don't get a bonus to perception.
3: What? That sucks. They're big giant ears. Come on. All right, you get a bonus profile. to charisma
2: and agility. Hush. <laughs> it's
3: like that scene from Star Trek 3. Yes, how can you be deaf with ears that big? Oh, well, I didn't need it. Look at that Four hits. No, that's you. Oh,
1: you I got, got four, four too. Also. I got five. Uh, so oh. everybody hears
0: this. Uh, from down the hall, a few doors down, you hear a knocking on a door. And then a uh, a, a voice, uh, is anybody in there? It's, it's important. And they knock anybody again. Anybody what? Is anybody in there? It's important. <laughs> and then they knock again. And uh, judging by how far down the hall it is, it's at one of your guys' other rooms.
3: Well, then I'll go outside and see what's going on. Do I recognize the voice at all?
1: No. Okay. Should I be concerned? Uh, we don't know yet.
3: Uh, I'd just
2: pull out my pistol real quick, check it, and put it back away. Who knows?
0: Um, Standing out there, knocking on a door, is a uh, good-looking human. Male, um, middling height, maybe 5'11". Decent build, square jaw. He he seems uh, not exactly athletic, but fit. Um, He is dressed in not exactly tourist clothes, but nothing fancier, uh more functional clothes for um being out in the elements. Uh, a few pockets, a bit thicker of clothing. Um he uh turns. Uh, are are you uh he tilts his head slightly. I remember you. Uh, uh the uh he kinda glances both ways down the hall. Can we talk in private?
2: Absolutely, and I will direct him to not this room, but uh, one of the other rooms that we're staying in.
0: As you speak to him and start to move, he kind of stares at you momentarily before doing a double take and, and following you. Uh, I uh, saw you last night, this, this morning. Um, there was a woman with you. She, uh, uh, well, when I, I, as I was, and then he stops and, and kind of collects himself and holds out his hand. Call me Orion. Tombstone Orion.
2: Greetings, Mr. Tombstone Orion. Please continue.
0: Um. Well, I. I well, Why I'm here it doesn't really matter, I guess. But uh, I was watching the, uh, the 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 cathedral last night, and I noticed you entering it and then leaving it later. Um, and just so happened that this morning, just before dawn, uh, I noticed uh, that your companion was being. Taken into the castle.
2: Ah, uh, yes, that confirms what we had thought. Are you local resident? No, no, I'm.
0: I'm here on business. Though I, I think it uh, might be the same business as you are. Um, he pulls out a uh, from his back pocket, almost like a academic style newsletter, and uh, it's printed on there about how uh, religious. Relics turn up missing from a cathedral in the Ukraine, things like that. and It's it's a whole lot of supposition and spin. It's very sensationalized. It doesn't seem to be a reliable source of all. More like a university newsletter type thing or faculty right. newsletter or something. I came to check this out. I have a feeling that you are too. And he kind of looks you up and down
2: again. Askelon just smiles politely but says nothing.
0: Uh, Anyway, um, I was watching the castle, and I was going to come out earlier, and then I noticed that uh, uh, one of your others seemed to poke around and watch the castle for a bit, so I figured you knew, but then, well, you guys, he left, and nobody's been back, and I figured that that maybe you didn't know.
2: We appreciate your... uh your your attention and bringing, or your, your your help in bringing this to our attention, we we had made these same assumption, um, but now we are certain, and uh, I want to thank you for for assisting us. This will help us in our cause of helping this community.
0: He nods. Uh, I, anything I can do to assist?
2: Possibly. Uh, Let's exchange comm codes, and uh, if you're staying close by, we may call on you for your assistance, as you seem amenable to what we're here to do. Sure, sure, sure. He uh, sends you his comm
0: code. I'm uh, staying in my rig on the the outskirts. Not too far away, though, if you need anything. Okay, we'll keep you you in touch. And then he kind of uh, nervously uh, looking at you again, because of the impressive visage uh, shakes himself again and, and leaves.
2: I'll give him the customary kind of like, you know, go with God, be safe, all that, all that good stuff. And then once he's gone, I'll return back. Anything interesting. So you guys would have had video of that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You always do that. Yeah. So you, you would have had video and you would have heard the the conversation as
3: well. Okay. Well, that confirms that.
2: So well, I see, I see it as having, Two big issues to tackle here. First is that, and Ascalon will point to the statue, making sure not to really say much about it needs to be addressed. And then uh, our associate, who we now have confirmation where she is. I'm not sure which is the more urgent at this point.
3: Uh, well, if they're both in this castle, then we can address both of them at the same time. If not, then... The castles still probably our only real lead as to where anything is, so whichever one happens to be in the castle is what we
2: deal with first Blackhorn you didn't have in your you didn't have any traveling companions here that might be able to uh, see to the statue's safe return back uh, to Rome, do you
1: I have some local context, but uh, it would honestly it would probably be uh, safest if I were to escort it myself.
2: And how do you feel about field work
1: well i'm I'm no stranger to field work of course uh it's not my uh it's not my forte but uh i'm i'm not uh without my my users
2: so I'm open to suggestions on uh how you guys want to approach uh, our next steps here we can either try and break in or announce ourselves. We don't really know much about the the Lord other than we think maybe. He's responsible for the disappearance of the saints remains, but we're not certain.
3: Well, uh, I may have a way to get in Um, and we might be able to sneak you guys in. I'm not sure yet. Um, It depends. There's a servant that we, that uh, I noticed that seems to, it seems the guards are comfortable with getting, uh, leaving and coming and going. And he, he actually lives outside the castle. If we could use him to get ourselves in, possibly early morning, uh, when he's supposed to be going to work, uh, it doesn't look like he, it doesn't look like they care that much about security for someone they're familiar with. I
0: could always use a spirit for. Oh, welcome. You're back. You're-
3: he was very nice and didn't interrupt us. He just wanted me to struggle.
2: I can't think on my own. I can improve no visibility. So staying at four, six, I stand there now that I've disappeared.
3: (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, that's, um, I, I should be able to, if we are to, if we intercept him at his home and use his vehicle, it's likely they don't, they won't even really check his vehicle at all. And that should get us into the castle, at least through a servant's entrance. Okay. Uh, from there, though, it's it's going to be a bit more tricky, especially if without a without having an idea of what's what the layout of the castle is. Um, the guards, I don't know how many. There's some on the wall, but I don't. There's no way to tell how many are inside, but they seem fairly well armed. So um, things can get tricky if there's a if they you know if they find us. Um, I know the, the object here is to sort of hopefully get in and out without being noticed, but I think that's already been, um, mm, uh, questioned already with, with, uh, with the loss of one. Um, yes, that ship has already sailed. I still don't want to make too much noise. So I, I don't wish to create a giant gunfight in the middle of the uh, castle if we don't need to. Correct. As per our, our orders and our mission statement, minimal impact. Yeah. So if we can get in them in and out with just, you know, simple, uh, with as little, uh, commotion as possible would be the best.
2: Still just standing there invisible.
3: <laughs> you, did you just go invisible in front of us just for, just because
2: I was, you're like, how do we sneak in? Next question. Oh, uh, yes. Can you can do that for all of us?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Although sustaining that many is going to be fun for you.
2: Eh, it'll be a little drain. The irony is also that I'm only at a negative one penalty for sustaining for everybody.
3: Oh. Oh, you, you have some, some fun stuff with sustaining, don't you?
2: I have drugs. They are my friends. I see. Uh, so So much for that purity of body and spirit. <laughs> hey, I took a vow of chastity, not a vow of purity.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway. Uh so if if I use the car and the uh and, and the servant to get the doors open, you guys can should be able to sneak into the doors if you're invisible. That works with me. I mean we could climb over the you know the wall and stuff like that. But you know, why not? Why why go through that much effort, right? Precisely. Alright. First, uh I think I need to get to know who this uh this uh servant is. Uh so uh, uh let's see if I can go get to know him. So I, I will uh I'll get to know him a little bit and uh come back later on and let you know what's going on.
2: Well, I think Blackthorn has to make a decision here.
3: Oh. He does?
2: Oh, no, you go talk to the guy. You you get Blackthorn either on board or figure out what he's doing while we're doing this.
3: Okay. All right. Well, I know where the guy lives, so I'm going to go ahead towards his house while they do that.
2: Oh, hey, also, uh, don't forget to go talk to the Baker contact that we got here. He may be able to
3: give you some insight into that guy if you need it. Okay, fair enough. Actually, I will go talk to the Baker first. If they're still open. It's not that late, right? Uh, right now, it's probably 6 p.m. Ah, they might be closing. I'll check the baker first. See if they're open still. Well, I have his com code, right? Or he, uh,
0: No, you were told to that he worked in the local bakery. You were given the bakery info. And you were given
2: his okay. name. Okay. And was there any way for him to designate who it was who was coming to talk to him? or
0: No, you were given a... Uh, phrase to say when you met met him that would inform him who sent him.
1: Who
2: sent ah, okay. You. I, I give the phrase to uh, Scaly's
3: character so he can hopefully... <laughs> Fair enough. Alright, so I'll head to the Baker first and see if they're open still. I'm not sure Improved Invisibility will work on me. No, Probably not. Y- you're anti-invisible? He's anti-magic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's not going to work for you. That's okay. You can be in the car with me. It's all good. You, like you said, conceal yourself with a spirit. It'll be fine.
2: Uh, So, Blackthorn, what do you think is the best course of action for you in this case, especially if we go poking around inside this
1: castle? Well, uh, I'll sit there, just ponder for a second. Then I, there's very high probability that there was more than just this idol in that area. Is that correct?
2: I would think so, yes.
1: So it's very likely that this item, as much of a treasure as it is, represents the least significant find in that room. Um, to interject, I we we had the secret room that we found a Rikicum item, the idol, iron, but the other item was the other room was uh, much more recent and known and renovated. So. If there is something else, it may not be part of the idol.
2: Based on some of his uh, study of some of the iconography, we think that there's probably a corresponding staff someplace that would have been close by. Maybe not, but... More than likely it was buried with the saint.
3: Yeah, that sounds...
1: And the saint's uh, remains are where?
2: <laughs> we believe they were confiscated by the lord of the castle.
1: Okay, so uh, in light of all of this and uh, with the high probability that uh, there is a, an item of immense power uh, in, uh, in the possession, or this Lord could be in the possession of a, an item of immense power, uh, it's very likely that uh, uh, though my uh, the nature of my mission here was to uh, identify this this idol. I believe that it would be more in the vein of my, my purpose to actually investigate and make sure that, uh, uh, this person doesn't have something that is potentially, uh, devastating. So that said, I believe that, uh, I will, I will come with you to, uh, but, uh, if your task of, of retrieving your friend will, is primary in your concern, which I understand, uh, uh, I do not ask any of you to uh, pursue the item, uh, if if you do not wish.
2: Uh, I think that it is probably in all of our best interests to pursue that to make sure that it stays within safe hands, considering what we found so far and what we know.
1: What do we know about this Lord?
2: That is a really good question. That uh, as a think, recap, you know. Yeah, that's a lot.
0: The uh, the family inherited the castle uh, in the previous century and then in before that. And then in the 19s or so, I believe, it was sold off to um, somebody else that used it as a tourist site. They opened it up to tour, they commercialized it and things like that. And then in sometime recently, two, two generations ago, so early 2000s, um, there was a violent uprising, and it came under purview of uh, Sangusko family, who was the previous. Sorry, my things here. Let me start from the beginning. Uh, 1682 was inherited by the Sobieski family. Uh, during the first half of the 1700s is when the cathedral was constructed, and the icon was crowned by Pope Benedict the Fourteenth. 1728, the castle was purchased by the Rzuski family and expanded by Wachlaw Roguszewski. He was the one that was the lord when the cathedral, the Roman Catholic Church, was built here. From 1869 to 1939, it became the property of the Sangusko family. And then in 1939, it was uh, changed to the commercialized people that did tours or whatever. Nobody exactly knows what happened to the Sangusco family. And then in the early 2000s, Rogov Sengusko violently took it back and named himself Lord of the Castle again. Or rather, Rogov is the current Lord, but the head of the Sengusko family at that time violently took it back.
2: I think it was the grandfather? Yes. But nobody cared, so, you know, this is a remote area. None of the nation-states cared with flymen.
0: Yeah, locally nobody cared. Um, for the first generation that held it after that was very violent and oppressive. Um, The second generation, so the previous lore, was a bit more mellowed out. And then this time around, nobody seems to know much because he's cut off all the tours, all of the um, public access to it, and is pretty isolated. There's a few guards. They know that the current lord has ties to Evo, but that's about it.
1: Okay. Um, so I could, I could either go in with you guys, however you're going to go in. I could go, and they obviously know that I'm, I'm here. I could also go in and play the, the historian role and just going there looking for historical lore, um, and just kind of BS my way as almost maybe a a distraction while you guys get in and do what you're going to do. I'm sorry. Could I miss that? What? Um. Well, I could uh, I could go in with you guys as, you know, we can go in as a unit. Um, Or I could go and play the historian, you know, bumbling historian role and just go there as if I'm there doing field research and just BS my way while you guys are doing the actual job.
2: Well, I'm right in assessing that we don't think that our compatriot went into the castle willingly once she was spotted or whatever, correct?
0: Seem to indicate she was taken.
2: Yeah, so we might get really suspicious if some random stranger suddenly shows up and is like, hi, I'm this bumbling historian. <laughs> so unfortunately it sounds like we're going to have to go in as a unit because if we try to come in and announce ourselves, I- I'm just very fearful that uh, a lot of bad things are going to happen, such as uh, they just don't accept us, and we cause more problems than it's worth. So I think we should just go in as a group, uh, try to sneak in the best we can, and if need be, uh, get back out. Finding finding our compatriots is a priority, but also we got to figure out, is there any way we can use the idol? I mean, the idol was attached to the staff, is our assumption, correct? In what way? In A
3: long, long time ago.
2: What well, what I'm saying is, is would it still have an astral link to each other that we could use to track?
0: Uh, it wasn't linked in that way. It was more of a proximity. So just having the staff near it made this let the staff
1: work. Wouldn't something pr- that uh, that big, uh, astrally speaking, wouldn't that be like a beacon? The idol? No, the staff.
0: It could be um, astrally. It would probably be very easy to find it might be one of the aspects that helps it to open gateways to a different metaplane to actually have beings in.
2: Well, I was just hoping, uh, wait a minute. The idol, wouldn't it still have the astral signature of the last person it was attuned to? Or is death the, does it end?
0: Um, it's working now. The idol doesn't need to be attuned. It's not a, a
2: foci of any sort. Oh, so it's independently powered type thing. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: The trawl is a spell foci that allows shaped stone. So we don't necessarily need to go in any door or window. We could just go through the wall.
2: Uh, but we'd have to attune it.
0: Yeah, the trowel you'd have to attune to somebody would have that to that. would take
2: it. that would take what, three days? It's a no, two days. Force two, right?
0: Uh, it's two hours to bond a foci. It's force hours.
2: Oh, and it would but it would also have to be under our uh, school of Magic. Was this Christian Thurgy?
0: No, that you don't have to worry about.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Well, I guess I could attune it, though I don't... But I don't have the shape Earth spell.
3: Where does this, like, What does this actually give you that kind of ability, or what does it yes, actually do? the spell is a, a, attached to the trowel itself. Ah, okay. Well, that's handy. Uh, well, here's another question. How effective is the... Oh, you know, I'm not there. I don't know why I'm having this conversation. Go ahead.
2: It's a Force 2, so uh, that would be the limit on the spell casting, correct?
0: That's Yes, that's the assumption at the moment. Um, if you know the spell, works as a spell foci for you know the spell, but if you don't know the spell, you can cast it up to a Force 2.
2: I have never looked at that spell in my life. I didn't even know there was a Shapestone spell. It's Shape Element spell. I think it's in Street Grim. So, I mean, there's that option.
0: But it is definitely more than enough to smooth out a wall and do engravings on the wall and seal up the stone that was to block it up.
3: Oh, we yeah, basically we could re- you could repair the uh, the wall that uh, that we destroyed.
2: That'd uh, probably be a good test instead of relying on me to be able to do this right out the gate. Uh, all right, uh, give me two hours. That is uh, Blackthorn, if you'll authorize that.
0: So, Concrete has a structure of 12. Um, Castle is before Concrete. It's probably, I guess, brick would be suitable, so it's structure 10. So, 5 combat turn, 15 seconds to get through a a 4-meter diameter wall.
2: Not actually bad. And that's just using the tool as as the spell and not having any other magical mojo going with it, right?
0: Right. The manosphere now is enough to, you don't need the idol for it. So anybody that can actually bond to it can use it. And it's forced to foci, um, so it would give two extra dice on using it for as far as how fast you can move stuff around.
1: Um, as it comes to the, uh, the trawl itself, that's the, the, the church would find that rather insignificant. It's just a basic spell-focused... Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, the using it to, you know, you know the, hell, you can probably keep that. It's the it's the idol that the, the church would be more interested in.
0: Yeah, that they're going to confiscate when it comes back. The idol, who cares? I mean, the uh, trowel, who cares?
2: Well, so it sounds like we've got several good options at this point now. Maybe the trowel is a backup?
1: Or an escape way.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, so I still need the two hours to bind it. Okay, but as I said only if blackthorn will authorize it since this is a possibly highly valuable artifact the troll? yeah concerned they used it in the fifth age
1: um I would probably say it would be okay uh the, like I said the church the church wouldn't find it uh, that compa- that it was used um, is less significant than the fact that uh, there was a power source
3: it, it's not like you're destroying the thing yeah, but I mean, it, it, it's, you know, you bind it, it takes a little while to unbind them.
0: No, yeah, but, you know, it's, if you found a foci on, you know, it's not that big of a, the statuette, it might be confiscated. Keep it out of hands of everybody else that might want the thing, if they find out about it. Yes,
1: yes, the trawl, trawl has more historical significance rather than uh, uh, anything else. Well, maybe um, in the eyes of the church, it would be... Um, uh, Back well, a long time ago, it would have been considered witchcraft or, or heresy, but uh, now it's more of just a uh, uh, historical oddity.
3: Yeah, not 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 like huge or anything. It's not like they wouldn't take it if you offered it to them, but they're they're probably not gonna. No,
2: no, I just didn't want to buy something when they send
3: somebody all the way out here to pick it up. Yeah, well, well, that's not technically what we're here to pick up, so it's fine.
1: Yeah, I'll say um, it, you do not require my uh, my approval, but if if that's what you seek, then you have it.
3: All right, I will
2: start focusing on the focus. The Tops Company
0: Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and/or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc has given permission to Relative Dimension to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Relative Dimension in any official capacity whatsoever. Relative Dimension is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The intro is church music from Sirenscape. The outro is Double Cross off the Shadowrun Return soundtrack used with permission from Hairbrain Schemes. And thank you to Sirenscape for the additional music and sound effects. You can find more information at sirenscape.com. If you would like to get in touch with the Relative Dimension, you can visit our website at relativedimension.com. You can contact us, email, at podcast at relativedimension.com. You can visit our Facebook at facebook.com slash relative dimension Podcast. You can check us out on Twitter at Relative You can check out our Patreon if you wish to support us at patreon.com/slash relative